Hello and welcome to the Essential Empowerment Podcast. My name is Amelia Adrian. Together in this space, we'll listen and learn about the ability of essential oils to heal and transform our lives. This is a place for us to diffuse wisdom, to share our understandings and to grow our appreciation for the power of plant medicine with essential oils. And I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to the podcast. So lovely to have you back here and in conversation. It does feel like a conversation. It feels as if I can sense you listening on your journeys in your car, as you go for a walk maybe, in your kitchens, wherever it is that you're listening to this. I do have a sense of the back and forth because even though it's kind of just me talking or just a guest talking I definitely feel the presence of the listener I definitely feel your presence as you take in and share the information that's coming your way the words the messages that are coming your way and it's exciting to be part of that process with you so I want to thank you first of all for being here and for continuing with me on this journey as I as I learn how to do this podcast and what it actually is and also I just wanted to ask a favor before we go into the conversation today which is if you like what you hear please subscribe to the channel. It's a completely independent podcast. It's just run by little old me here. And anything that we can do to share the messages and the words would be really beautiful. So if you like what you hear, please rate and review and do subscribe as well to help continue support this conversation. So today I wanted to talk about something that's very dear to my heart, which is the practice of using essential oils with yoga. So I'm a yoga teacher, that's one of the things that I do, that's one of the things that I enjoy and I love to teach yoga and I love to practice yoga. I've been practicing for many, many, many years, not just the physical form but also meditation. So it really is something that's fully embodied in me, this practice and this teaching as well. And when I came to fully engage in the teaching process of yoga, I also overlapped that time zone if you like that time period with essential oils it was pretty much just after I was um, exploring the idea of becoming a yoga teacher that I found the oils and it was very obvious to me very clear very quickly that I wanted to use both the oils um, and yoga as tools for opening for relaxation for expansion for transformation for really helping people feel more connected to themselves fundamentally. I could see the power of essential oils for doing that with myself. I could feel how it was opening myself up in a way that other tools were not. So yoga was definitely one journey and then the essential oils was kind of like a another companion path that really integrated so beautifully with the yoga practice that I was experiencing at home that I could I couldn't couldn't really help myself but to share it to start to share it with students and what I saw it do with students um, and, and still see this to this day is it helps to take us all to a place of connection quicker and with more 
how would I say it, with more depth. Um, so it takes us there faster, quicker, sooner, <laughs> if you like. Not that that's the goal of a yoga practice to find the depths, to find the centeredness, the relaxation faster, quicker, sooner. However, when we are teaching, as many of our classes are now, just an hour long, it's really not a great amount of time to help somebody drop into a place of connectedness and relaxation particularly if they have come in from a busy day at work or a crazy situation at home with the family or whatever it may be, maybe just a difficult journey to get from the wherever they've been to the yoga studio. And I sensed from students as they came in that there was a lot of stress, a lot of uh, baggage, if you like, emotional baggage, physical baggage, stress that they were carrying with them as they stepped onto their mat. And it was t- would take a little while for people to kind of drop that and be able to begin the practice fully, to be really present in the practice. And what I found with using the oils in classes was that I was able to allow people a moment, a sensory moment as they used an essential oil to drop very quickly whatever it was that they'd brought with them in many ways and to step onto the mat. So it gave a a clear marker It ritualized the end of whatever it was that had gone before them coming into the yoga room and it marked, it provided a marker for all of us, for myself as the teacher as well, but also for the students, it provided a marker as a a way to ritualize the opening of the practice. So the essential oil becomes then a tool that we use to open ourselves or our student up to an experience, an experience of yoga, an experience of connection, an experience of centeredness, expansion, possibly even oneness. Now, I'm not a purist when it comes to yoga. I think it's really worth sharing that. I know many, many are, and I have such deep respect for people who are purists, for example, who would not have music in their yoga classes. And sometimes I don't have music in my yoga classes, and I I do love that choice to have the silence uh, in the class. And definitely some yoga teachers, very pure yoga teachers would, would, would encourage us to never have music as teachers in our yoga class. And also equally, some would maybe also instruct us not to have essential oils in our yoga class, that it is not, that it somehow muddies the purity of the practice. And while I can definitely uh, understand and see that as a as a valid point of view, that's not where I come from. That's not my perspective and that's not my point of view. Sometimes it's nice to practice clean, almost, if you like, with no oils and with no music. But equally, what I find the oils do, talk specifically about oils rather than music here, is I find that they accompany and amplify the practice rather than interfere with. And if we can do that in such a way as a practitioner or as a teacher in a way that is graceful and sensitive to our own needs or to our students' needs, then there is no reason for the use of essential oils to interrupt the practice. There is there is no reason for it to be something that muddies the practice, so to speak. It can absolutely be something that amplifies the whole experience for yourself as the teacher and for the practitioner. Now, what I found when I first started teaching was I had quite a lot of nerves around teaching and still do sometimes have nerves around teaching and 
insecurities around teaching and I think this is probably something true for many yoga teachers no matter how experienced they are or for teachers of all any discipline um, doesn't have to just be yoga where we start to experience those worries or those insecurities you know around our voice is my voice is what I'm saying uh, relevant <laughs> is what I'm saying accurate is, am I giving clear instruction is it inspiring is it re- relevant to what the students need in front of me or is it something that I've come pre-prepared and actually I need to change the the offering a little bit so we have all of this complex range of um, I would suggest internal conversations going on while we teach and interestingly the practice of yoga for me is partly when I'm practicing on my own is to quieten the mind, to quieten that conversation, that busy chatter of the mind. That's part of my practice as, as, a, as a, a human soul engaging with a yoga practice. But it's also part of my practice as a teacher is to trust my own judgment, if you like, to trust my ability, to trust that I'm showing up with this group of students in this unique point in time and I will be delivering to the best of my ability so to also quieten the the conversation of the teacher mind and what I found with the oils right from the beginning from when I very first started using them was that they became like an assistant to me they became like little allies to my experience as a teacher they became friends and guides where they would almost kind of nudge me into delivering a certain way of speaking a certain tone they would help to soften they would help to frame and in that way I found them to be invaluable as as tools of teaching additionally I found them invaluable as tools of practice because I also find they can guide and soften and quieten and deepen the practice so everything I'm saying really is relevant both for the student on the mat but also for the teacher the teacher wishing to or already engaged in using essential oils with your students so when I teach with oils it's a simple process and I witness quite significant events on the mat in front of me both when I'm as a as a practitioner myself and also as a student I witness quite significant powers if you like from the essential oils now it's not that the essential oils have this kind of power over or this innate um, power of doing it's more a power of being that I see when somebody is able to experience the sensation of using an essential oil it it gifts them an opportunity to open expand change transform the first thing I see it give people is what I mentioned right at the start of this conversation is it gives people that moment of pause so I will often begin with an essential oil to help people stop and pause and locate where they are in time in this moment here and now. And the way that the oils do that is we breathe an essential oil in, it travels in through the nose. If we were taking this aromatically, as we know, the compounds of the oil travel through the nose, travel all the way up through the limbic system, the area of the brain, 
that is associated with memory, that is associated with emotion, with feeling, and the compounds of the oil combine and make a connection with the neurotransmitters of the brain and there's a chemical reaction. So that's the process of smelling if we look at it just from the physical perspective internally what's happening in the body. But if we look at it a little bit more from a metaphysical perspective, when we breathe in an oil, nothing else can really happen to us in that specific moment. We can only uh, place our attention on one thing at a time. And the thing that we're placing our attention on is the smell, is the aroma. So in that moment of inhalation, of, of aromatic inhalation, we are paused. It's almost a suspension in time and space where we are with the plant, with the aroma and held, very safely held in that space and in that moment. And it's something that can be very profound because in that pause, in that moment, what can then happen as we suspend is a transformation, something can change, something can shift, something can move. And I see this time and time and time again when I witness uh, students on a yoga mat with an essential oil in the palm of their hand and simply breathing in. I witness the suspension, the kind of the the moment of, of wowness almost where they're held with the aroma. And then I witness a transformation. Maybe the softening of the face is the physical manifestation or expression of that transformation. Maybe the shoulders are relaxing. Maybe the heart is softening. Maybe the heart is opening. Truly, I don't know what that transformation is because it's an internal experience that each individual student is having. I can have some kind of guesses around it and some um, intuit intuitive intuitive guesses around it but really I don't know what their what their personal internal experience is and that's profound because that really is the practice of yoga is to have people have an experience of their own themselves and their own body on the mat and to offer the space for it to transform so not only do the poses do that but the oils really give a space for that to happen, that pause first of all, and then the transformation. And the reason I think, one of the reasons I think this happens is because it connects us in a sensory way, in a way that we are not necessarily used to honoring and paying attention to. So this the sense of smell, see we have all of our other senses we have our sight we have us the sound we have the voice we have the t- sense of touch we have the the all of the different senses but the sense of smell because it exists in in silence in many ways and while it is stimulating we know it to be calming so unlike sight unlike sound which can for many of us be stimulating particularly in a yoga situation the sense of smell is is very quietening and calming in many ways. It's very internalized, let's put it that way. 
it doesn't take your attention outwards. It really, as sound can sometimes do, as music, for example, can sometimes do in a class or as, uh, you know, the, the sight can sometimes do. It's an internalized experience. So we breathe in the oil and our awareness is taken internally. So this is one of the main practices of yoga is to look within, to go within. And I really sense that the oils take us on that journey inward they take us very safely inward and it's the sensory connection that does that it's that sensory and sensual connection of breathing in an essential oil that takes the awareness from the outer world to the inner we have literally breathed something that was outside of us and we've taken it inside of our body so again the process is supporting that that journey inward what I also see in class when I teach with essential oils is a bypassing of the analytical brain or the thinking mind. Many of us, myself included, <laughs> spend so much time in the brain, figuring stuff out, thinking it through, analyzing this choice or that choice making adjustments paying mind to and in a yoga class particularly in a more uh, uh let's say dynamic or more movement based yoga class so rather than something like a yin class maybe where we do hold the poses for quite a long time and we don't necessarily offer lots of detailed instruction but in a more movement based class uh, a flowing a vinyasa class for example what I see with a lot of students is uh, a lot of thinking the pose out. You know, I pace my right foot here and my left foot here and my arm extends here and my back arm goes here and my gaze goes, you know, and you can really almost <laughs> hear them thinking and myself too. You know, if the pose is something a, a bit more um, outside of my regular practice, I'll really be thinking about it. And actually, even if it's a pose that I do every day, I'll still be in often in the mind making those little adjustments internally like okay remember to put my relax my shoulder or drop my tailbone or whatever the internal instruction that I might give myself in practice and I see this a lot in students as a lot of thinking and, and a lot of trying to get it right you know we all want to get things right it's natural we all want to do our best we want to do well and I see it in class students getting trying to get it right and thinking it almost overthinking the poses. One of my favorite um, teachers and one of my favorite current practices is to stop trying to release all of the trying in the yoga. So it's not that we don't have effort and grace within the practice, but just to release that kind of harnessing of trying energy, to release that so that there is a dropping into the pose, no matter how dynamic the pose is, there's um, a sense that the pose uh, comes out and evolves through us. And what I find the oils do is they help us bypass that overthinking mind. Because they are sensory, because they are sensual, when we work with the oil, maybe especially when we, uh, not, or I should say not especially, maybe not only when we breathe it in, but also when we apply it to the body and it starts to absorb into the bloodstream and into the cells, there's something that happens that is beyond thinking. You can't think it through. You can't think it out what the oil is doing to you. It's an experience. And I see this as a great ally, as a really helpful tool to leapfrog the thinking, 
to leapfrog the analyzing, to leapfrog the trying to do it right, because it takes you to the center of a being. It takes you to the center of, of truth. Uh, when, when you breathe in a, a pure oil, there's nothing else to it. It's, it's, it's just an expression of beauty and truth in fragrant form. And that quality is beyond words and is beyond thinking. And it takes us into a space where we can feel the yoga, where we can live the yoga rather than think it out, think it through. And again, I see this time and time again with students and experience it myself. Perhaps one of the most important things that I find that essential oils give to yoga and really this is not specific to the yoga mat, but it, as we're framing the conversation around yoga today, it's, it's very relevant because one of the key benefits of a yoga practice is it will connect you back to yourself. It will invite greater connection. And we know when we have more connection with ourself, we have more connection with others and with the environment. So the best relationship we can nurture if we want better relationships around us is the, is the relationship with ourself. You know, we can only be as connected to others as we are connected to ourself. We can't express something that we haven't experienced to, so if we don't experience connection inward, we can't express that outwards to others in a, in a, a safe and truthful way. And what again the oils do is they give us that bridge inwards. They offer us a stepping stone inwards to that inner connection. And the oils do this in so many different ways, partly uh, without, I don't want to say without an awareness, but maybe it's without a conscious thinking um, applied to it and that's the process that I was talking about a moment ago which is where they just bypass that thinking mind and we just take the aroma in and we just are with the smell we are with the oil we are with the fragrance with the aroma so there's a unifying that happens there that invites connection and then secondly each oil has its own personality has its own quality it has its own fragrance it has its own truth it has its own expression of being and in that way, when we breathe in a particular oil, it can connect us to that expression, that truth, that way of being that exists within us. So for example, a tree oil, let's think of frankincense, a tree oil like frankincense, very, very spacious, but very grounded, very centered, but very safe. When we breathe that in, we don't need to know that's what frankincense that's the quality of frankincense but when we breathe it in it will start to activate those qualities or mirror if you like the latent places and spaces in our body where those qualities live and reawaken them so it brings a connection into all the different complexities of our being that we are not necessarily paying attention to or maybe have um, forgotten released abandoned in some way and it brings us that connection back it brings us the connection back to all the subtle aspects of ourself that make up the whole awareness and connection all gifted through the oils and it's really worth remembering that this doesn't have to be an articulated uh, experience within language of the you know within common language this can be a felt experience so it doesn't have to be 
oh, I breathe in frankincense and now I feel safe and secure and connected because that is the quality of frankincense. Definitely, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm amplifying for effect here, but it doesn't have to be that. It can be, I breathe in this magical, spacious aroma that doesn't smell like anything else and I feel at home in my body. And that can be the experience, the experience of connection that we're all seeking both on the mat and off the mat. And then the final thing that I want to talk about in relation to yoga and the oils that I see in myself and I see in my students time and time and again is a sense of softening and releasing, a sense of softening and releasing. And this really is part of the process of healing and yoga as we know is a healing art form a healing practice and healing occurs when we feel safe when we soften and when we are are able to acknowledge and release there's a there's a, a receiving and a releasing that happens in that process of healing and there are certain oils that will hold space for us in many ways to soften first of all and in the softening we kind of drop the armor you know the you know the armor that we kind of all put on to to make our way through the world and in a safe yoga space in a safe yoga environment breathing in an essential oil helps to soften and release and drop that armor so that the the real us, the real person, the real human soul can exist in that space, can be in that space and some healing, some releasing, some relaxing, some letting go can occur. It's very profound. It's both subtle and profound, the experiences and the practices that I have, um, that I have myself and that I see in my students, you know, time and time again as I've been teaching uh, yoga with the essential oils. So let's look at it from a practical point of view. If you're a teacher and you're using or you're wanting to use essential oils, I'll just share some of the real practicalities, or actually if you're a student, this would probably serve you as well. Uh, Some of the practicalities that, that have helped me make things easy. So as a teacher, I use really high quality essential oils. That is the first That is the first and most fundamental piece that you want to uh, understand. So you want to make sure that you're sourcing your oils from a very trusted place, that the the quality of oils is extremely pure, that there's no toxins or synthetics or anything else that has been integrated or mixed with those oils. And the brand that I I like to use is doTERRA. They're very trusted. They're kind of the Rolls Royce of essential oils. So this is the brand that I work with. I don't particularly work with any other brand uh, there's what maybe one other brand that i work with occasionally but this is my trusted go-to because i don't want to be doing harm to my students i don't want to be putting something on their skin or giving them something to breathe in that has an element of toxicity around it and sadly the essential oil industry even some of our most trusted brands there is this element where the oils have been manipulated and corrupted and uh, distorted 
for profit many times and sometimes just through ignorance. So work with a trusted brand is your first point of call for yourself as a practitioner and also for yourself if you're uh, intending to use oils for your students. Always dilute. There's no reason not to dilute. We always dilute essential oils when we're working with them to reduce any sensitivity to the skin, first of all, which is rare if you're working with, with really um, high quality oils, but it does happen. But also to help the permeation of the essential oil if it's being applied topically onto the body to help that um, filter down in through the layers of the skin. When there is a dilution of an essential oil with something, a, a nice carrier oil, uh, what happens is that there's a reduce of the evaporation of the what we call the flash off and the oil can actually permeate down deeper into the skin so it's actually uh, an effective more effective way to use the essential oils so that's the first thing to think about i always tend to avoid using photosensitive oils so photosensitive oils are pretty much all the citrus oils apart from green mandarin doTERRA's green mandarin is not photosensitive and particularly in summer in i i'm in london so uh in the winter probably it's not such an issue but in uh, particularly the rest of the year i always would avoid using photosensitive oils so things like um your oranges your lemons your bergamots i would be avoiding those unless given specific instruction because what can happen is if you apply those oils to the skin and then the student just goes out and has a day in the sun or god forbid a day on the sunbed um there's going to be a reaction and a burning a potential burning to their skin because those oils are photosensitive so they react to the sun so you can use those oils but you could just make sure that you uh have that known amongst your students so i tend to avoid those oils i might use them more in an aromatic um situation where the, the oil is not being placed on the on the on the skin but is being placed more um for aroma for aromatic benefits and the way that I use, I distribute the oils has just changed a little bit. So I like to keep the flow of a class, whether it's a, a, a flow, you know, a, a, a vinyasa class, whether it's a yin class, whatever it is, I like the oils not to be interrupting the flow of the class. I like them to be part of the class, part of the, part of the process. So one system that I found very useful is to have little uh, pipette droppers that uh, sit in the bottles and then I can easily go around and drop a couple of drops into the hand of each student as um, we're moving through the practice without interrupting the the flow too much of the class without it taking too much time equally just to say something about that it's also just to know that it does take time to give oils out in, a, in an essential oil class and to try uh, to understand that pretending that it doesn't is is only going to cause tension for yourself and for your students. So just allow there to be uh, an experience of delivering the oil and receiving the oil as well between you and student and allow that to also to offer in some ways a moment of connection between you and student or maybe it doesn't have to be profound, it doesn't have to be interrupting their practice, just a gentle uh, allowance that that's what's happening and perhaps even it gives the student the moment to pause as well in that in that experience what I also like to do is to um, offer every student the opportunity to not have an oil to not feel that just because they're on offer that they have to have one to have it very self-directed so I 
always give people the chance in a class to say, actually, no, I'd rather not have that oil and, and just to make sure that they feel fully empowered to do that. I think that's important. Sometimes we go to class and we actually don't want any we go to class to be to practice in a group, but we want to be in our own space and to have interruptions or, uh, you know, it's the same thing. Sometimes we don't want to be assisted. We don't want to have a physical assist. It's the same thing I sense with the oil. Sometimes we just want nothing, no, no interruptions. So always giving students that opportunity. I have to say it's very rare that anybody does not want the oils in the practice because they all know, um, they're either curious about the benefits of the oils or they've already been in that space with me before and they really know how powerful and beneficial they are. I'll give you three practices that I do pretty much, not every class, but it's it's a safe bet that these oils will work without too much overthinking, no matter what theme you're doing, no matter what um, um, uh, practice you're doing, uh, very so simple three oils to use in your practice. Combination of tree the oils. The first is one of my favorite. And we have and this is balanced frankincense, blend. spruce, hoewood in there. And then we also have some chamomiles. We have blue tansy in there. So the tree oils give this quality of grounding and stability, centeredness. And the chamomiles give a little bit of soothing. And what this blend does is it helps to ground and center and soothe. So I'll often use this at the beginning of practice, the students come into the room or at the beginning of my own practice even, the students will come into the room and they come in with all sorts of different energies, different experiences that they bring to the mat. So I will have us all as a unifying group, if you like, apply a couple of drops of balanced essential oil to the soles of the feet and then to have everybody inhale it. And what it does is it brings us all into a cohesive space where we are practicing together. And really it does give the student that opportunity to release their, their morning or their day or whatever it is experience that has happened prior to coming into the yoga room. It gives them the opportunity to stop and to connect with this moment here and now and to feel very grounded and safe in that moment. The second blend that I use, and really I have such positive responses from most people to this blend, is a blend called Air, which is a respiratory blend for it. So it's for the lungs. So it's a fantastic partner for yoga because it not only helps to open up the lungs and improve the respiratory system, but also the aroma of it helps to connect us to the breathing, the action of breathing, and it reminds us to breathe. So at some point, usually throughout the class, mid-class, a third in or two thirds in, at an appropriate moment, I will often have students take a couple of drops of this blend into the palms of their hand, maybe rub it gently across their chest and then again cup their hands in front of their face and take three deep inhales down into the depths of their lungs with this um, blend and this blend has leaf oils it has raven sara it has eucalyptus in there it also has lemon it also has tea tree it's a very in many ways a very uplifting blend but also an, an opportunity to release it's a blend that helps us let go it's a blend that helps us release as we breathe in as we breathe out there's a quality of releasing and relaxing and letting go 
And then the final blend, and this is one that any teacher could add in very subtly to their yoga practice and their yoga students, um, is a blend called Serenity, which has some floral oils in there, lavenders. It also has uh, vetiver essential oil in there, which is very rooting and grounding, and a little bit of vanilla in there, which is quite a sweet oil. And it's many people, It's for, for many people, it's one of their favorite blends that doTERRA make. And it's a calming and a soothing and a restful blend. So how I have people use this is once everybody is in their Shavasana position, their arms are already by their sides, their palms are already open. And I just offer a couple of drops into the palm of each person and they can rub their hands together and either just cup hands in front of their face and take a, an aromatic inhalation for a couple of breaths before returning their hands back to their sides or rub their hands together, place one hand at the base of their neck and the other hand over their face for as long as is useful and interesting and enjoyable for them. And then they can then return their hands down to the sides. I've chosen these three blends and I choose these three blends time and time again in practice and in class because there's very few people who dislike them. I find most people have a very positive response to them. And so the experience is simply amplified and enhanced in all the ways that I've spoken about, but also in, in, a, in a delightful way, in a way that just feels rather delicious. So for many people, it can be one of the things that makes the yoga practice enjoyable for them. And one of the things that helps them want to return to the practice, because there is this deliciousness, there is this lusciousness, there is this uh, delightful sensory experience with those, those blends that I've just shared with you. And it can be an invitation, an invitation for your student to return to their practice, for you to return to your practice. So I really hope this information has been useful and helpful to you. It's so close to my heart and to my experience it's been such a powerful tool for me for my practice and also the changes and the openings and the invitations that the oils give to your students is really really special thank you so much and i'll see you all really really soon sending you much love